It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, to you it's Thanksgiving. To me it's Thursday. We're talking Rocky. Hit it. It was 1979. The Knack sang about My Sharona. Alien taught us that in space, no one can hear you scream. V.C. Andrews wrote about Flowers in the Attic, and Rocky Balboa went the distance with the 52% share in TV ratings. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me is a very special guest. It's frequent contributor, Josh Allen. Josh, how's it going? It's going great, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime you, in fact, you're, uh, you've suggested quite a few topics that uh, I've been going to, that I'm actually going to cover in, in a few weeks as well. So <laughs> I, I'm well, grateful. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> oh man. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm pretty excited about this episode. Oh yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> I've been watching Rocky for a while now and I still like it. <laughs> that's, that's, you know what that's a good sign yeah <laughs> oh man uh yeah it's funny because um you you said you suggested rocky and i thought that's perfect it's just a little outside my window but at the same time it's really not because uh in 1979 they aired rocky on cbs and it like demolished every other thing it, it had literally 52 percent. so they estimated about 66 million people were watching rocky on tv that night uh which is it's crazy and it actually occurred like i think the day after my birthday or well i, I guess it's uh, 364 days before my birthday but you know what i mean uh <laughs> but then throughout the 80s as well they showed rocky so much i remember it being on around this time thanksgiving through uh through christmas and then, of course, Rocky Four is very famous for that that final fight between uh, Ivan Drago and you know and and Rocky yeah. being on Christmas Day. So Rocky and Christmas kind of really go together. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I'm glad that you asked me to be a part of this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, this and I remember um, I always saw bits and pieces of Rocky. I'd never quite seen the whole thing straight through until probably about 20 years ago. So I spent like, uh, I'd say probably the first half of my life without seeing the full movie. It was always just bits and pieces. <laughs> mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just remember loving Rocky. I mean, Sylvester Stallone, you can't go wrong with Sylvester Stallone. And the music. And the music, you're right. Yeah, Bill Conti's yeah. score is just fantastic. You know, the, mm -hmm. uh, I think people to this day still work out to the, you know, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It gets you motivated. It really does. As soon as you hear that fanfare, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah when, when I'm down and depressed, I just turn on some Rocky music and gets me out of my mood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it really can do that. It's it's so uh, uplifting. It really just gets the, uh, it just gets your energies going. And 
I remember actually playing this in junior high band. Uh, you know, it was one of those that they they brought up. It was going to be like a stand music while the football team was playing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever actually yep. performed it as stand music. I think we ended up doing it as part of our uh, end of the year concert. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, of course, that very, very famous uh, tune by Bill Conti. Most people, when they think about Rocky, they remember him like jumping up and down, you know, running on the, up the steps and jumping up and down. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's like, oh, uh, that's like one of the biggest, you know, uh, uh, visuals. And I forgot that he loses in the first one. He he actually yeah. technically loses, doesn't he? Yeah, that was really surprising. Um, the first time I, I watched this um, in a long time, I I really forgot that he lost. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally did too. Um, but I, I actually think it's better. I think it works better because I mean, you know, he's he really like he admits himself he's nowhere near in the same league as yeah. as Apollo. And so I'm glad that he lost, but at the same time, it's like, I'm glad that he actually went the distance, you know, cause nobody ever went the distance with Apollo. Yeah. It's a very inspiring story. It really is. Um, but I mean, before we like really start to get into it, you know, what's, mm-hmm. what's your like history or just your general experience with Rocky? I've always um, appreciated the Rocky movies and uh, the, and Sylvester Stallone. It's, you know, I grew up with them. I grew up with, his movies and um he seemed he seems like a really nice down-to-earth kind of guy yeah and his characters that he writes seem very down-to-earth mm-hmm. i definitely agree with that yeah for me i think uh like i said i i remember seeing bits and pieces of it i i actually remember part two more than i i remember part one and i think it's because i in my brain i kind of merged them because you know he does win at the end of part two yeah so I think in my mind, you know, I I, I kind of just used the ending of that and kind of overlapped it onto the first one. <laughs> yeah, all, all the movies kind of mesh together. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I remember Mr. T, for sure. Yeah. I, I remember him fighting Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> and then, of course, I remember the very famous uh, Ivan Drago. You know, I must break you. You know. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, but but yeah, uh, Rocky's just always been been there. I, it feels like like I remember just turning on like the TV to like w, WGN or or one of those mm-hmm. you know one of those stations and just like it would be on you know like on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon and they would just be showing it yeah. you know. Yeah, and when, whenever it's on TV, I just leave it on and I watch it in the background. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. And now that it's uh, so I I was able to see it on HBO Max and and I mean it was great seeing it without commercials. It's been so long yeah. since I've seen it without commercials. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And Netflix, Netflix kind of spoiled you know all the commercials. Now we're <laughs> so used to uh-huh. not having commercials. Oh, I know. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember always. I mean, we used to fast forward. Like whenever we'd record something, we'd fast yeah. forward. Of course. And then with the DVR, we were able to kind of do that too. But for sure, as soon as you uh, started watching Netflix or, or um, you know, watching one of the series on it, uh, just no commercial, all the commercials were edited out. And so it was like, yes. And so then when you'd go back to watch like regular TV, I mean, all of a sudden it was just like, hey, you know, what, what is, why are you stopping the show for this? I, I don't want to hear about this dog food, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, 
you know, it's this, I guess it's the sign of the times. Yeah. Yeah. People are a little more impatient now that we have uh, internet and high speed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the dial up, you know, and having to wait and you'd hear that crazy noise and, and then it was just, it would take forever to load certain pages. And uh, I mean, if there was music on that page, it just, it would take even longer. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's very annoying. It was very annoying. And now it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. We can, we yeah. can do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah, Rocky was always one of my favorites because it, like you said, it was very inspiring and uplifting. And um, I know Sylvester Stallone, I, Cause I think I read that he wrote this like ridiculously fast. Yeah. He wrote it in 27 or 28 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah that's so. pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, I think he had the initial treatment or something done in like three days and then it took yeah. him. Yeah. The rest of the time to, to get it done. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. They filmed it in like 27 or 28 days. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry well, about that. well, no, that's okay. I know the, uh, the budget was, uh, was pretty low because they couldn't get a big star to do it. So, you know, it was like, I, I think the only reason he, he actually sold it uh, was like on the condition that he would star in it. Yeah. He really wanted to star in it. And he, he kept um, telling the producers and the director that he really wanted to star in this film. Mm -hmm. And I guess they finally like, okay, you can star in it. So, (laughs) You know what? If uh, if you keep asking enough, people people eventually yeah. cave in. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the moral of the story, kids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, this actually made his career. Like this this kind of skyrocketed him into stardom, and it was all because of Rocky. Yes, it did. Which is crazy because he was nominated for like best actor and best screenplay in the at the Academy Awards in '77. Yeah, I, I um, saw that. Um, I saw a clip on YouTube, I believe. Mm-hmm. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's unbelievable. There's like, uh, I mean, you don't think of Sylvester Stallone as like the greatest actor in the world, but really, in this film, he actually shows uh, how good of an actor he is. Yes, it's like to me, it's this one and First Blood, and you really get the real range of Stallone, and I, I kind of. I kind of miss that acting Stallone. You know, he's, he kind of went from there, especially with the Rambo sequels. He really went into like just that straight up action hero kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but people forget that he's actually, he can actually act pretty well. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of a range of emotion. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, um, he definitely conveys it. You know, I like that he's playing essentially a nobody, you know, that, that gets his big break. But one of the things you hear a lot, and I think it's more of like an East Coast, uh, maybe it's it's specific to that uh, area that he was in, but, uh, you know, that they call him a bum. You know, you're a bum. Yeah. They, they use yeah. that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was pretty entertaining. During the, during the first fight, you know, everybody's yelling, you're a bum, you're a bum. So like, <laughs> that must have been a, a really big phrase around that time yeah yeah that area yeah exactly yeah because <laughs> yeah. i don't remember saying it growing up <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah it's definitely one of those um one of those things that's endured and so now every time i hear it whenever i do hear the word bum i always think of the people yelling you know or <laughs> or rocky yeah. saying it or mickey because i i guess you know 
uh, this has kind of quite a a pretty decent cast. Uh, well, pretty great cast actually. I mean, it's got uh, Burgess Meredith as Mickey, yeah, the trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we got Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. Yeah. And Carl Weathers went on to do quite a few things. Uh, I, I mean, most people know him from Predator, Action Jackson. I like that he was an Action yeah. Jackson, you know. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Burgess Meredith was big as the Penguin in the 1966 Batman. That was like what most, at least people my age, that's what I knew him from. Yeah. Everybody in the cast really enjoyed that, having Burgess Meredith work, work on Rocky. Because mm. they were like all gushing that he was such a great guy and yeah all, and the, on the in the, in the uh commentaries that i were i was uh watching they mm-hmm. were all gushing so oh, I, yeah i bet he, he seemed like he was pretty cool yeah i liked him in um the other movie that i knew him from was clash of the titans oh yeah he had a little small role in clash of the titans as well when when perseus mm-hmm. first wakes up and you know uh after he's been moved by themis or themis or thetis thetis i think yeah so that you know, that was the other thing. I was like, "Hey, I know him." You know, it's a penguin, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, that's just it was like him, and then of course Talia Shire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she did a great job as well. Yeah. Polly, I, I, I always liked Polly. <laughs> yeah, Paul, and I Polly remember, was fun. Yeah, Polly was a fun character, uh, yeah. but at the same time, there's something tragic about him. Like he just he doesn't like his lot is like his lot in life he feels like he's um just kind of stuck with his sister at his job he wants to move up he thinks he can be more of a big shot you know if he goes to work for gaz uh was it uh gatso yeah just all these things and you really feel for polly but you also really feel for adrian because at the same time mm-hmm. she's kind of i don't want to say being repressed but she's just kind of um uh, she, she's getting the short end of the stick in that living arrangement with Polly because she does all the cooking, all the cleaning, you know, she, she basically takes care of him. Yeah. But also she's made to feel like she's, you know, a loser essentially. Yeah. So that's always a shame, but cat, I mean, the cast is fantastic. Everybody's acting the mess out of it so much so that it was nominated for a, uh, was it best picture and best director? Yeah. One funny thing is um, when Polly was walking home on, one of the scenes, he was acting drunk, uh-huh. and um, actual drunk guy came up to him as they were filming the scene uh-huh. and um, noted that, you know, that's not how drunks walk. This is how <laughs> drunks walk. And so, <laughs> he, he mentioned that on one of the commentaries, and I thought that was funny. Nice. <laughs> so. Hey, it worked because I believed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this was the highest grossing movie of 1976. And it was mm-hmm. actually the second highest grossing movie of 77, just after Star Wars. So mm-hmm. that's how popular this movie was. I mean, I think it ended up it ended up doing like ridiculous numbers because the budget was one point one million. And I know the yeah. studio itself only actually put up one million and the producers had to come up with their own hundred the last hundred thousand. And so they like mortgaged their houses and stuff just yeah. to get a hundred thousand. Um, but eventually, I mean, it went on to make like $225 million at the worldwide box office. I mean, that's huge numbers. That's amazing. Yeah. Especially on a $1 million budget, you know? Uh, so if you think about, I think just in the U S I think it was like, like 111 something thousand or, or excuse me, 111 million. So that's like an 11,000% 
increase, you know, on uh, re- return <laughs> on profit or whatever it's called, return on profit or uh, return yeah. on investment, excuse me. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, you know, I can't imagine, you know, saying putting up your house I know, to right? film a movie. So. <laughs> I, know. I know that's pretty scary there. Cause if it yeah. bombs, I mean, uh, well, now you owe a ton of money or your house is gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the plot in just a bit, but I just a couple more things okay. I wanted to mention. Uh, it has eight different sequels. So, of course, Rocky mm-hmm. Two, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, which we talked about, the, the big fight on Christmas Day. Rocky Five, which I think is probably my least favorite of the whole series. Um, Rocky Balboa, which is essentially part six. And then Creed, Creed Two, and Creed Three, which is filming and is going to come out in 2022. Mm-hmm. That's a massive... Uh, uh, that's a massive series. Yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, and, uh, and I think even uh, I think Sylvester Stallone said there were even talks about doing a prequel series with the young Rocky. So, man, this this, this character, you know, <laughs> yeah, started yeah. back in what seventy eight. Yeah, seventy six. Yeah, 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 seventy six. Yeah. So, and uh, I mean, it's just it's it really is a phenomenon so much so that they were even going to make Rocky Balboa a GI Joe, (laughs) but uh, they ended up, it ended up falling through because he had decided to make the, the Rambo toys. And Mm -hmm. I guess there was a clause in there that he couldn't lend his likeness to anything else. And so he ended up not, you know, not going through with that GI Joe toy, but I would have loved to have a Rocky Balboa GI Joe. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been cool (laughs) for real. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but I guess we can just go ahead and get into it. Okay. All right. So, um, I, uh, I know that the, the film itself was inspired by a fight with, uh, that Muhammad Ali had with, a, a not a really well-known guy, Chuck Wepner, you know, was, yeah. and so he, no one really, I mean, he, he had won some fights. He, people really didn't know him. And, he actually knocked down Ali in like the ninth round. And then the next six rounds, Muhammad Ali just started like pounding him, but he kept getting up and getting up. And so apparently, uh, so Stallone saw it and actually kind of based Rocky off of this guy. And finally, there was like 15 seconds until the very end. And he was finally like uh, knocked out. He got a TKO. And so from there, you know, Stallone decided he was going to adapt it so that the guy just goes the distance and, you know, he's still a nobody. Uh, he gets his chance, but he, he ends up going the, you know, the full fight. Um, but Chuck Wepner actually did sue Sylvester Stallone uh, oh. and they, they settled it out of court. So I don't know what was, you know, what was decided upon, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I know that he did sue him for this, but yeah, Rocky Balboa, if we're going to nutshell it, essentially, if we wanted to nutshell it, it's a, uh, you know, uh, an unknown boxer gets his big break to fight against the heavyweight champion of the world that's pretty that's that's a good synopsis yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i I like nutshelling uh so so it's but you know it there's a lot more to it than that uh, of course um so there's like a romance subplot there's uh the whole you know am i worthy subplot um Mm -hmm. i mean there's just there's a lot more to it than that but and like i said we'll get into it i just uh, I, I like to nutshell before we begin, but the movie kind of starts right. um, with uh, Apollo Creed. You know, he he's going to have like his his uh, world championship bout. You know, 
he decides he's going to hold a title bout there in Philadelphia. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess that his opponent can't compete because he like injured his hand doing something, right? Yeah. 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 And so um, he's like decided, he's like, okay, I need to get like a, a last minute. I need to get a replacement. So he kind of has this idea of like, hey, it's, you know, it's this, this big, you know, it's it's the the bicentennial. It let's let's get like a local boy kind of thing. And so he is he decides he's gonna go with and he really picks him just because of the name, because his nickname, Rocky Belbo, his nickname was the Italian Stallion. Yeah. Yeah. And so he decides to to he's gonna fight. What did he say? Apollo Creed versus the Italian Stallion. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> he said something like Sounds like a monster movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it does. I, yeah. I especially uh, like a sci-fi B movie from the fifties. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're like introduced to Rocky, you know, um, who he's kind of, uh, I, I guess he's working as like a, an enforcer for a, a bookie and loan shark. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's like just a, a low level, nobody kind of boxer who's a lefty. Or a southpaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what the guy's first name is, but they just call him Mr. Gazzo. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, so he's the guy that he's working for. I mean, there's that whole scene where he's like talking with him and he's like, he's yeah. like, Hey, how come you didn't break that guy's thumb? Like I told you to. Yeah. <laughs> one, one part that, one part that I enjoyed about that, that part is um, as they were talking, you know, Mr. Gazzo is all, Tough and everything, and he takes out an inhaler. And he, <laughs> yeah, he takes a little puff of his inhalers. Well, you know, that's why he's got Rocky to do the enforcing, yeah, <laughs> the collecting. Yeah, that was definitely uh, that was definitely something there. But so <clears throat> Rocky also he boxes, but uh, and, and he's very proud of the fact that he's never his nose has never been broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He, he really likes that fact. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I don't yeah. get. I don't blame him. I mean, I'd be. Uh, I think I'd pretty much be boasting too if my nose had never been broken. <laughs> yeah, and that com- that comes up quite a bit in the movie. It sure does. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. towards the end, it pays off when uh, he's actually in the fight with Apollo and his nose gets broken. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of introduced to his neighborhood and. Uh, so he knows Polly. He goes into the pet store and and he kind of has a thing for Polly's sister, Adrian. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's all these like uh, th- so there's like this little romance plot, but it's kind of like just the everyday life of this yeah. wannabe boxer. You know, this this guy yeah. who squandered all his mm-hmm. talent. I like the fact that um, I guess um, every day. He goes home and he works on another joke to go in and tell her the following morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he mentions that in one of the in the commentaries. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Well, there's a so, and this actually has to do with part four, but I know that there was like about an hour of deleted scenes for for rocky four so i'm wondering like what else they they cut out on on this one here oh man yeah, yeah they, they probably cut out a few just a few here and there yeah yeah probably yeah i mean you, you got to change it i know that originally in the script um rocky was going to throw the fight at the end because uh he just decided he didn't like the professional boxing world like i guess mickey was supposed to be like a, a racist 
and uh, yeah. and real mean or something. And in the end, they they rewrote it so that you know to to kind of make it better. And really, it's yeah. it's later on um, that they show him kind of getting a little disgusted. You know, one of the later movies uh, uh, they show him getting disgusted with the the professional boxing world. But I, I'm glad they rewrote it because I, I don't think it would have played as well. Yeah, I, I I like the final edit that they have. Yeah, I do too. I'm very interested though to see the uh, ultimate cut of the uh, Rocky Four. That's coming out. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard that they uh, took away the robot. I did hear that. So, oh, that's such a yeah. bummer. That was like my favorite part as a kid. I know <laughs> it's '80s but, robot. You got to have '80s robot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so uh, Rocky, he's he's going through life. You know, he's he's. Well, not breaking legs, but he's collecting and enforcing for for Gatso. But he gets a call from uh, from a promoter, so he goes to meet with him. He thinks that it's uh, that Apollo Creed, because Apollo Creed is like the one asking for him. He thinks that he's just going to want the sparring partner. You know, yeah. that that's like what he's <laughs> what he's envisioning. He's like, oh, okay. You know, he just wants someone to spar with. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, that's that's fine. I, and initially, um, you know, so so he's going to go talk with him. And I, I like when he's talking with the promoter and and he's he's like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll spar whatever he wants. No, you know, whenever that's no big deal. But then the guy says, no, he wants you to fight. We want you to fight Apollo Creed. And he says, no, he turns him down. Yeah, yeah I was pretty surprised at that. Me, too. I Again, that's something else that I like. I just didn't remember. And I think it's just because yeah. I hadn't seen it in such a long time, you know yeah yeah but uh so he he turns him down because he says yeah like he doesn't want to be embarrassed which i actually kind of like because then later on in uh that 2006 rocky balboa movie you know when he's older Mm -hmm. and and they they want to put on a fight between him and like the the young you know the the young champion uh that's the first thing he says Uh, you know i'm not looking to get mangled or embarrassed or anything (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a, a nice little callback there that i thought was kind of cool yeah but like they're gonna pay him like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that it was like some amount if he does it so of course he decides he's gonna he's gonna train but i like when they because all this is is going on while he's still trying to to live and so he you know he he's walking through the town he he meets with that the little girl marie she's like hanging around like the wrong crowd yeah. again that's like a great scene he's like trying to take take her under his wing trying to like say hey look you know you got you can't hang out with guy certain people because then you're going to get a reputation you know a bad reputation yeah. and so i like that even though he's like this collector this enforcer you know um for this loan shark he's still concerned about you know people's reputation and perceptions of him yeah <laughs> i thought that was pretty um i think that was the um uh... They kept that in the movie because to make the audience feel for Rocky. Yeah. So I thought they did a good job in keeping that in the movie. Yeah, you're right. Because it does make you think of him uh, in a little bit better light rather than just as a, as just some, you know, thug kind of a guy. Because um, I think he's really talking about himself Yeah, and projecting it onto the um, person that he's walking home with. Mm -hmm. Little Marie. yeah (laughs) no that's and that's actually a really good point because you're you're right he uh he really is talking more about himself and so we kind of as the audience start to feel more for him and you're like well he's not such a bad guy after all yeah yeah so there's like that then we get you know he's 
he's kind of really into um, Adrian as well, who's Polly, his friend Polly's sister. And so, you know, he's like hanging around the the pet shop and he, he asks her out. And I mean, there's like that very famous, that very famous scene, of course. And I'm kind of jumping around a bit. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. uh, it's all right. it, it, I like that very famous scene of them in the skating rink. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and he like bribes the, uh, the rink owner to let him skate for a bit. Yeah. You know, cause they're out, they're out on like their date essentially. <laughs> I think it's uh, very neat that um, their date is actually on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he he like gets Polly, I guess, to kind of set him up. Yeah. And she, you know, Polly's like, You're gonna go out with him. She's like, No, I'm not going out or whatever. And but it, eventually she relents, you know, after a lot of coaxing and, and even uh, you know, she like she like goes to her room and and you think she's like very upset and mad, which I mean I don't blame her. I mean, talk about a blind date that's kind of yeah. awkward you know <laughs> uh, but but you know he goes to to talk to her a little bit and then she comes out and she's ready to to go out so they go on their date they go to that you know the skating rink it's like yeah. closed and he's like come yeah. on like like just let us and he's like no i'm you know i'm not gonna do that it's thanksgiving i want to go home yeah. and uh <laughs> eventually you know rocky rocky bribes him he's like all right 10 minutes yeah he gives him 10 minutes but of course uh adrian's the only one actually skating rocky's just kind of walking and kind of yeah, he's like running jogging yeah next to her yeah <laughs> that was kind of funny yeah yeah for sure so I, I like that that bit that was just a funny bit mm-hmm. they end up back at rocky's place and they like look at all his stuff and and old pictures of him and they just they kind of really work well together because she's very smart yeah He's definitely more of the brawn, you know, so she's the brain, she's the brawn kind of thing. They're very believable characters. Well, everybody in the movie is very believable. Yeah, I I agree. And so it's just, they, they, what I think he even says, we feel, you know, she feels gap. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and basically what he's saying is that, you know, they're opposites, but like, you know, she's high on one level that he's not, and he's high on one level that she's not. And so like, they, they just mesh very well together because, you know, they, they just, like he says, they fill each other's gap. Yeah. And he's explaining that to Polly and Polly doesn't have a, <laughs> Polly doesn't have a clue of what he's talking about. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Polly uh, takes things a little too literally. And yeah. uh, he immediately starts to uh, make some derogatory yeah. comments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they go out on their date. So all that's happening. Meanwhile, while Rocky's trying to to get to to get in shape and everything, and um, mm-hmm. Mickey, prior to to Rocky's being you know asked to be uh, to fight Apollo, Mickey has already who's like the the local. I don't know if he's the owner of the gym or if he's just like the local um, trainer there. I think he's the owner. I think he's the owner too, but but yeah. I, I don't know if it's ever really specified. No, I don't think so. Yeah, but. Anyway, he's like getting rid of Rocky's stuff from the locker. And so Rocky goes to confront him. He's like, well, you know, hey, what's going on? And, you know, hey, like all these years, you, you don't you never treated me. Or you've always treated me crummy. And, you know, you never give me a shot. And why? And basically, he says, because you have the talent to be amazing, but you work for a leg breaker or as a leg breaker instead, you know, a two bit con man or something like that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Kind of having um, Mickey as the father figure to Rocky. Yeah. So 
Well, and then that later on becomes really important because there's like a lot of, I mean, basically he puts Rocky in his place. You know, he's like, yeah. like you have all this talent and you're squandering it. And then later on, after Rocky gets the call, there's that Mickey goes up to his apartment and as they're, you know, he he's like trying to tell him about how he had his shot, you know, because he had the right management and, and training and, you know, all sorts of things. He's like showing him newspaper clippings of when he was young in his prime. And we get at this point, we get this completely, I think it was improvised, right? Yeah, it was it was imp- improvised. Yeah, we get this this monologue by Sylvester Stallone where he basically ignores everything that Mickey's saying, and then he goes off on him like like all these years you never did anything for me, you never tried to train me. I mean, just on and on, and then he's like, you know, Mickey turns to leave because I mean, he's basically Mickey's essentially trying. He's like, he knows he's got the big times and. He's like trying to get his way back in the big times, you know? Yes. Uh, so it's kind of selfish, his motivations there, but mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, um, Rocky is also being a little selfish by not accepting, you know, the Mickey's training because Mickey really could do something with it, yeah. but Rocky's just so, he just has so much hurt and uh, anguish and anger over all the the ways that Mickey's treated him over the years that he just kind of, as he's walking away, he's like, what, you know, you're too good for my apartment. And and you think my apartment stinks and all sorts of things like that. And (laughs) And I enjoy the fact that they kind of made up at the end, you know, yeah, he walked away and then Sylvester Sloan's character went down there and kind of shook his hand and made up. It's kind of neat. Yeah, essentially, he he thought about it. And he's like, well, you know, this uh, again, adding depth to that character because he could have just said no, and that would have been would have been the end of it. But at yeah. the same time, you see him like kind of walking back and forth and thinking about it, and then he runs downstairs, and he catches up with Mickey, and like you said, he kind of makes amends, and so that's where we get Mickey training him. Yeah, uh, of course we. In part two, we, we get all the uh, the more advanced training where they work on his footwork and and all sorts of things. You know that we, I like how we get the uh, the catch the chickens bit. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so he accepts Mickey as his trainer. Mm-hmm. He starts to exercise. He starts to eat right, and this is where we get like a lot of those big montage scenes. You know, of him like running yeah. through different parts of uh, of, of Philly. Um, him just running up the steps you know through different shops things like that mm-hmm. i mean it's just a lot of training stuff that's really cool yeah it's pretty neat and yeah. um i think that was the uh, first time they used the steady cam for those shots yeah in the movie. i heard that yeah that's really so. cool and uh i mean of course steady cam is like a, a huge thing now but at the time it was pretty much unheard of yeah and so it was brand new and so uh using it of course when rocky's running up the the steps for that very famous scene directors were just falling all over it like wow you know the cinematography and all sorts of things like that but you know he of course i like how he's like trying to train and he's like tired and sweaty and adrian like starts like kissing him and you know trying to to get a little frisky and he's like like no i'm you know i'm training i can't (laughs) that was kind of that was humorous yeah yeah (laughs) for sure (laughs) but this is where we get some of the coolest things and apparently uh and and i so paulie who works in like a meat packing company or meat packing plant 
he allowed Rocky to come in and like, I guess Rocky was, was talking about him and he was arguing with him about, you know, cause Paulie's been trying to, to get, go work also as an enforcer for uh, this, this Godso guy, Sylvester Stallone kind of gets annoyed with him and he like punches yeah. the, the raw meat, you know, the, the big old carcass, half a carcass of, of a frozen, you know, uh, yeah. frozen, just cow side, I guess. I don't, I don't <laughs> half yeah. a cow. Uh, and he's like, huh. And so he starts using that basically as his, as his punching bag. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things that I've watched, um, Sylvester Stallone does um, not recommend anybody punching meat because it hurts. <laughs> I get it. Apparently yeah. um, it like flattened out his knuckles. Yeah, I think. Yeah. That's what I was reading as well. Uh, and to this day, if he makes a fist, it's like almost completely flat, which is yeah. wow. To me, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but so he's doing that. They even get like a reporter to come in and and watch his whole routine. And yeah. uh, I like how Apollo and like his team are talking about, you know, oh, yeah, we'll do this for the fight and all sorts of things. They're just getting all, you know, he's looking at, at various uh, reports and stocks and yeah. things like that. And uh, his trainer, his yeah. trainer is watching TV and uh, he's, he's like, hey, champ, you, you got to you got to come look at this. I think this guy's serious or I think this guy means business. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I mean business too. <laughs> yeah. Basically just blows him off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it's like literally Rocky just, you know, hitting the meat and he's really trying to um, get in some kind of shape. So all the running eventually does him good. I think he even does the, uh, the raw, the, uh, the, the egg yolk thing yeah. as well. Yeah. Which yeah. He still, <laughs> kind of creeps me out a bit <laughs> it's like salmonella man salmonella <laughs> yeah I, I, I saw that and i was like i don't think that's a good idea yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man but he's he's training we get this uh all sorts of these little moments with him um and adrian Polly, mm -hmm. so much so that we get like our, our big christmasy scene where uh and you can see the christmas the little christmas tree in the background and polly comes in he's got like or he's carrying a wreath on his arm <laughs> yeah and, and uh it, you know he he's been ha he's been drinking a bit and yeah. uh he starts to provoke rocky and uh, I, I because he walks in while rocky and adrian are talking and they're talking about yeah. polly and you know he's saying you know i don't know what what he wants from me i know he wants me to hook him up with God. So, but you know, I don't, he's not a fighter. Uh, so I don't really know what he wants from me. And then that's when we get like one of the most classic scenes in the whole movie where, you know, he's like, I don't want nothing from you. And he like grabs yeah. a baseball bat and starts like smashing things. Mm -hmm. He starts basically kind of insulting Adrian to the point where Rocky like gets up and like, you know, grabs him. But you, he knows Polly's drunk. He knows Polly's just like like I can't. What does he say? Like I can't do do meat no more or something like that. And I think so. Yeah. So he kind of feels bad. So then Rocky goes to check on Adrian, you know, who I, and and I love Adrian because she really stands up for herself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm not a loser. You know, and I I cook for you and I clean for you and and of course he mentions uh that she's no longer uh, a virgin and you know because of her relationship with rocky and then she goes to mm -hmm. she goes to the other room to cry and so uh, rocky's like are you okay and she says hey do you want a roommate yeah <laughs> and so she moves in with rocky and then they end up getting married in, in uh, the second film there but 
we get this uh, this real emotional, intense scene in the middle of like all this buildup uh, of all this buildup for this big fight. Uh, of course, we we do the obligatory Rocky goes to on TV and gets weighed, yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. And I like how he's like, hey, I just want to say hi to my girlfriend. You know? <laughs> oh, you're Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie, this movie has so many memorable scenes in it. It really does. Yeah, and, you're right. And, it, and the movie just goes really fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's not a slow part in the movie. Record, I mean, according, in my opinion. No, I agree. Everything is, is, is pretty relevant because it yeah. either sets up something for later or it really builds character. Yeah. We get the one of my favorite shots is when, uh, so it's like the, the night before the fight, you know, and Rocky's like in the, the stadium, you know, in the arena, excuse me. And yeah. it's like, he, he's there and, the, you know, just by the ring and he just looks up and uh, the promoter is there and he's like, Hey, they, they got it wrong. Yeah. You know, they, they got this poster wrong. My, my shorts aren't red with the white stripe. They're white with the red stripe. Yeah. Or, or it might've been backwards. I don't remember, but, and the, <laughs> the promoter is basically like, it, it doesn't really matter. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the um crew didn't have enough money to uh redo that poster, so they just wrote it into the movie that way. <laughs> that see and that's awesome because I think that also happened with the uh the the skating scene, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have enough money for extras, so. Right. And so that's they rewrote it to so that it's just them after hours. Yeah. <laughs> Which is smart. I mean, hey, if, if you got a writer on set and, and you got to overcome a problem, use him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think also the same thing kind of happened with the um, the robe, didn't it? His robe? Yeah, yeah the, the robe was, uh, they ordered it and it came, it was like two sizes too big. Oh, no. So they just wrote that in the movie because um, you'll hear them mention in the movie that it's too big. And, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah i like how this this whole movie kind of takes place over the uh the holiday season so we have the thanksgiving we have mm-hmm. this christmas scene and then it's new year's day and that's when like the fight you know is held on new year's day and i like how he completely comes in dressed as like uh you know he's like like what is it george washington or, or was yeah. it, uh uncle sam or something like that yeah something like that yeah yeah and uh and I love, you know, Rocky, he comes out and he, he finally kind of, I guess, you know, quote unquote, throws a bone to his, his pal, Polly. Uh, he lets him advertise on his, on his robe. Yeah. <laughs> that was entertaining. Yeah. That's, that's a great bit where, uh, you know, Mickey's like, what are you, know, what are you a billboard or something like that? And he's <laughs> like, what do you get out of it? And he says, Hey, uh, you know, Polly gets uh three thousand dollars and i get to keep the robe or something like that (laughs) (laughs) oh man but you can tell just the way apollo's going on uh i mean he's just not really taking the whole thing seriously it's it's just a show to him you know it's not like a real title bout yeah and so he kind of you know he starts off of course he starts off jabbing real quick and apparently I, i think i read that they choreographed this entire thing yeah, um, Sylvester Stallone went up. I think they wrote, yeah, went wrote um, like thirty-seven um, left and right hooks, and they like basically made it like a dance, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. They like really choreographed it because I guess they were filming and they just couldn't get it right. Like it just wasn't mm-hmm. looking real. So they instead, like you said, he he went out and wrote it all. Like he literally scripted every single blow. Yeah. Oh man, can you I can't even imagine doing that. To me, I would just say the fight begins. <laughs> yeah. And then just let the choreo the fight choreographer take over from there. But it just it what yeah, it wasn't working. So they scripted every single blow and think it took them like what 35 hours or something like that to actually get right. To, I like, believe to so, it. yeah. Yeah. That's oh man, that's crazy. Rocky actually knocks down Creed in that first round. So the, of course the climax is this, this big, you know, this big title bout Creed's doing the, the jabs. Rocky kind of comes back and he knocks Creed down that first round and he's never been rock, knocked down before. It's like the first time Creed has ever been, uh, you know, been knocked down. So yeah. now he starts taking the fight a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they're, they're fighting. Uh, of course he breaks his nose, <laughs> but I like how Mickey's like, hey, just keep hitting him in the ribs. You know, don't let him breathe. Apollo Creed thought this was, you know, just going to be for show for his benefit. And then yeah. Rocky actually started to fight back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No one told him that it was just a show. He, he thought it was. Yeah. He thought it was a real fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he starts he starts fighting. Um, he gets hit so hard that his eyes start to swell and he has to get cut you know the yeah, with, yeah. Uh, to to relieve some of the pressure and and some of that blood apollo i think he breaks his ribs or like he he starts some bleeding internally uh mm-hmm. and so he st- starts having a hard time breathing but i mean apollo is just in a whole nother class really so even yeah. though he wasn't in like prime shape he um I mean, he really just had the skill and the experience that, that Rocky didn't have. You know, Rocky was just kind of yeah. a scrapper, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it doesn't matter because Rocky just has this, like, crazy ability to just, like, take the punches. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps on taking them and keeps on delivering them. Yeah, exactly. And he, he keeps getting up, you know. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the bell rings. It's like the final yeah. round. And of course, they're they're just kind of on each other, kind of locked in each other's arms. And Apollo's like, "There ain't going to be no rematch." And uh, yeah, and Rocky's like, "I don't want one, you know. I don't want one." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a split mm-hmm. decision. Yeah, so, of course, it was in Creed's favor. So Apollo Creed wins. He remains a heavyweight champion mm-hmm. of the world, but it, it wasn't unanimous. Of course, the, everybody goes wild. The the uh, the announcers, the sportscasters. Uh, and that's when we get like one of the one of the very famous, you know, Rocky's just like Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like when when she finally gets up there, and the first thing that he says is, "Where's your hat?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do like that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because earlier in the movie, you know, he like gets her to take off her hat and her glasses, yeah. and he like tells her how pretty she is. You know, and Talia mm-hmm. Shires, she really is a pretty girl. You know, she, yeah. she's, a, she's a pretty lady, but they really make her, they do their best to make her to be like real frumpy and just, just as homely as they can, can make her to be, you know? And it's just, it's funny because he sees past that. He he sees her for who she is. Yeah. And so I, I really, I really like that. Uh, yeah. That first thing comment he makes is, Hey, where's your hat? <laughs> yeah. That always makes me laugh. Yeah. 
and they're they're not i mean it's just and i love that it's really about them you know and it's like everybody else is trying to interview him they're all sorts of announcing and and all sorts of glorious you know things going on and he's just like i love you and or she's like i love you and he says i love you and you know (laughs) and that's the movie and it was uh nominated for like academy awards it won for best picture in, so of course in 77 it won best director by john g uh avildsen um it was, stallone was nominated for best actor talia shire was nominated for best actress of course burgess meredith and burt young were both nominated so they're going mm-hmm. up against each other for uh best supporting actor yeah. best screenplay it won for best film editing it was nominated for best song uh i i kind of want to know what won that year because how did that song not win yeah you know? I don't know. And then it was nominated for Best Sound as well. Of course, it's been uh, in all sorts of greatest uh, film lists of all time. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, the Writers Guild of America in 2006 yeah. gave him the uh, the seventh, 78th best screenplay of all time. It, it's been in AFI's top 10 uh, or 10, mm. you know, for, for classic American uh, film genres. I mean, just all sorts of awards and accolades that it's just uh, it's definitely one that's endured. And the character has gone on to to mean so much to so many people. I think it's a pretty perfect movie. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it it does kind of make me wonder, what would you say would be like your half, half happiest memory or moment of the of the film? Um, My favorite moment of the film. There are so many moments that I enjoy the movie. um, I, I probably like the um, fact that they make these characters really real and um, you really feel that these characters are real people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so. I, I agree. It, everything about it screams just uh, everyday life and, yeah. and, you know, the, the, they're complex. They're, they have their problems. They deal with them as best they can. I mean, it's just, it's one of those like, wow, kind of things. Yeah. Uh, that's good uh, for me. I think, I mean, cause I remember it just always being on. I remember watching, you know, the, especially the end fight. I remember the end fight, but although, yeah. e- even though I didn't remember the actual ending of the end fight, but, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but um, that, and like when, uh, of course the, the, the training montage, you know, uh, when he's running up the steps, uh, I mean, that's like yeah. a classic, but I think for me, the the part that like my my happiest memory would just be like sitting down uh, mm-hmm. at my grandma's house on a Sunday afternoon and and just you know turning on the TV and just catching the ending of Rocky. That's, like I do mm-hmm. have a memory of it. I I wish I don't remember exactly when it was. I just remember it was you know I was young and just watching the end and you know everybody cheering him and maybe that's why i maybe i was just so young i thought he won but <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> but yeah but now we come to my favorite part of the show which is a little okay. segment i like to call gag me with the spoon so this is where and this one's hard this was a really hard mm-hmm. one this time yeah. but this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the movie so yeah. could have been a, a bit of dialogue we thought was a little cringeworthy or or maybe a scene mm-hmm. we didn't think was acted as well as it could have been. So as a guest, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Uh, you know, just kind of set it up for us a bit. Well, my um, moment is not really anything said, but it's the moment where Mickey spits on the floor of the gym. <laughs> That's really kind of disgusting. 
<laughs> I, I don't really enjoy looking at that. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, uh, for me, it's uh, it's Polly's talking to uh, Adrian, trying to get her out. You know, and he says, uh, and, and I'm going to try to do my best, Polly, and I, I can't. I, I can't do the accent, but I'm going to try to do my best. And he says something like, uh, I want you out of here instamatically. <laughs> instamatically. <laughs> instamatically. What? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Polly's got the best lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, uh, I, I do have to ask G.I. Joe, they taught us that knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? I think the other half is um, if you're looking for something to do on a Thanksgiving night, go find a uh, ice skating rink and take somebody ice skating because, you know, it might turn into a relationship. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I like that. That's really, that's way better than mine. Uh, Mine is just not hitting frozen meat if you don't want your knuckles to be flat. (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, how about um, another thing? Um, in the scene where they're um, the final fight scene, uh-huh. where they're reading where, where they're ringing the bell, or mm-hmm. just after they rung the just after they ring ring the bell, you can um, see the uh, guy using the steady cam in the crowd. Oh, really? He's, yeah, he's in a, a striped sweater, so that's pretty neat. <laughs> I I haven't seen that. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, that gives you something to look forward to. <laughs> well, yeah. Next time I see it, I'm gonna have to look out for him. Um, it's been so successful. Uh, there've been video games. I know in, uh, in 1987, uh, the Sega master system had a Rocky video Mm -hmm. game. Um, of course there was, uh, games for the game boy GameCube, you know, uh, Xbox, things like that. Um, there was even a novelization, of course, Mm -hmm. Uh, a, a lot of movies tend to have novelizations. Um, this one was, uh, written by Rosalind Drexler, except she, uh, used a pseudonym, Mm-hmm. there's been a rocky musical that's how popular it's been uh, it <laughs> premiered amazing. it actually premiered in germany in uh, 2012 mm-hmm. so that's kind of that's interesting uh, okay. of course there's been all sorts of documentaries and it uh, one of them the documentary about uh, chuck uh Weppner, uh you know mm-hmm. who, who, that fight with muhammad ali the rocky that kind of inspired this uh they yeah. did a, a documentary on him as well as a film called chuck and they talk about how he inspired the Rocky films and the Rocky character. There's just been so much. And I mean, Roger Ebert gave it four stars, you know, four out of four stars. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that's that's high praise yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, he said that uh, that Stallone reminded him of a young Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Yeah. So you think of like uh, movies like On the Waterfront for sure. Yeah. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. I could have been a contender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then, of course, Bill Conti and his score. Uh, it, it made Billboard's Hot 100 list mm-hmm. in 77. I thought that was cool. It's number 58 on the AFI, you know, AFI, the American Film Institute, on their yeah. uh, 100 Years, 100 Songs. It was number, you know, number 58. I mean, there's just so much Rocky that. Yeah. It, so I mean, and when people think of like a like an underdog type story, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. they'll think of you know this is one of those films that they'll think of. Yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal movie series. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Oh man, um, any final thoughts, Josh? No, I don't have any final thoughts. But okay, uh, all right. Well, then on that note, 
I'm going to end it by, first of all, saying thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it was fun talking with you. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. (laughs) And Merry Christmas as well. (laughs) Merry Christmas. And uh, I'm going to end it by saying, it was chaos. Rocky, you went the distance. You went the 15 rounds. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Rocky going the distance, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our brand new website, courtesy of my friend and tis the podcast elf, Tom Crow. Later, dudes.